The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by the Valentine Museum. Its Richmond History Makers event honors the individuals, organizations, objects, and even moments that have shaped Richmond's history over the past 125 years. Thursday, April 11th, part of a week-long celebration at the Valentine. Tickets can be purchased at richmondhistorymakers.com. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and this is the VPM Daily Newscast. Newly released documents secured by VPM paint a picture of the types of situations that result in criminal charges filed against Richmond students. As Megan Polly reports, this comes as the district superintendent is calling on the city to remove police from schools. Richmond school board members like Don Page find the fact that three middle schools reported dozens of student arrests alarming. Within the last school year, around 30 arrests were at MLK Middle School alone. It's clearly showing that Certain children are being treated differently than others. Records VPM obtained through a public records request show that the majority of criminal charges were filed against students for things like fighting and marijuana possession. These are misdemeanor offenses that, if found guilty by a judge, could stay on a young person's record until they're 29 years old under current Virginia law. Megan Polly, VPM News. Richmond police arrested more than 20 people over the weekend during continued protests against police brutality. Some of the charges include trespassing, rioting, and transporting a loaded assault-style rifle in city limits. Whitney Evans reports. Richmond police say they anticipated a violent weekend because of flyers circulating on social media encouraging property destruction. On Saturday, individuals set fire to a dump truck and threw objects at officers outside department headquarters. Police declared an unlawful assembly and arrested six. Police Chief Gerald Smith said in a press conference that the city continues to welcome peaceful demonstrations. However, we have to take action when we know that violence is coming. On Sunday, police arrested 17 people who had congregated at Monroe Park, but no unlawful assembly was declared. Richmond activist Christopher Goad Gatsby says he was detained. He says protesters are getting mixed messages from the city. I feel like I'm in an abusive relationship right now. I feel like I wake up in the morning and somebody says that they love me, and then when I go to bed, I get beat the f*** up. Chief Smith says officers took a proactive stance Sunday given the threats of violence. Whitney Evans, VPM News. The audio from the press conference was shared by WRIC 8 News. Governor Ralph Northam has issued 16 executive orders since the beginning of March. As Ben Pavier reports, a top Republican in the state Senate is sponsoring a bill to place new limits on Northam's authority. A 1973 Virginia law gives the governor the right to pass orders that have the power of law during an emergency. Governor Northam has used it to close schools during the pandemic and impose a curfew during protests. Steve Newman is vice chair of the Senate Republican Caucus. He says the legislature needs to have a bigger role. Over the last 133 days, we have been governed by press conference, and that is not the way the Code of Virginia or the Constitution of Virginia, I think, is meant to operate. Currently, an emergency order can last over a year, depending on when it's announced. Newman's bill would limit the emergency order to 30 days. If the General Assembly didn't intervene, it could be renewed one more time for another month. A spokesman for Northam calls those timelines arbitrary and says emergencies require a fast and flexible response from the governor. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Virginia Delegate Sam Rasool announced over Twitter on Monday that he has tested positive for COVID-19. The Democrat from Roanoke says he and his family are now in a period of isolation. Rasool is not the first Virginia lawmaker to test positive for the coronavirus. In April, Delegate Dolores McQuinn said she and her family had also contracted the disease. 
The General Assembly will reconvene next month to discuss the state budget following the pandemic. They're also expected to touch on police reform legislation. More than 200 businesses in Chesterfield County took advantage of the county's back-in-business grant program. Created in June to help businesses dealing with the effects of COVID-19, the $2 million in grants came out of the county's overall Coronavirus Relief Act. According to county officials, the county will be holding a public hearing in August to decide how to spend the remaining $20 million in CARES funds. Chesterfield County will be holding free testing for COVID-19 on Wednesday. Testing is from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. at Crystal Lake Apartments at 3501 Meadowdale Boulevard. Appointments are encouraged, but walk-ups are allowed. Testing is free regardless of medical insurance, and Spanish speakers will be on hand. Testing is limited. There are only 150 test kits available. Call the Chesterfield Health Department at 804-318-8207 for more information. All the stories you've heard can be found online at vpm.org news. This has been the Daily VPM Newscast. VPM.